Hello everyone and welcome to Peace, Love, and Hope. If you haven't, I'm going to start out this by saying go over and join my YouTube channel, uh, Peace, Love, and Hope. Subscribe. I have a lot of videos and um, stuff on yoga, meditation, uh, vision quests, tea ceremonies, and much, much more because it's a big part of who I am. Today I wanted to talk to you guys about um, Vision Quest because I had a lot of questions on YouTube about the Vision Quest and what all can be done and I love taking Vision Quests. Um, vision Quests uh, are actually originated from Native Americans. Um, I am uh, within a line. My family is Native American and my papa was uh, Cherokee Indian and my mama and on my dad's side as well. My mom and um, her dad and my dad and his mom <laughs> and then her mom was also so um, and then there's a bunch of others that actually have uh, have Indian in them as well within my family line and I didn't realize how many um, in my family was Cherokee and um, I actually have two separate tribes uh, because along the line uh, there's one couple that is from two different tribes that got together so it's it's really intriguing to me that I had all this and um, I become intrigued with that and fascinated as a young kid learning my roots and learning where I came from and so I decided you know I would learn as much as I could and the Native American traditions are absolutely amazing and um, the way that they view earth and life and the great spirit is just so invigorating and amazing. Um, those of us on a spiritual path and more specifically on vision quests believe that we are put on this earth for a special reason, but that reason is not always clear to us. We want to know what we need to accomplish in life and for our higher benefit and in turn of the benefit of the world. And this quest can reveal our life's purpose and it is... Um, an amazing journey into the core of our being that we should embark upon with sincerity. Um, it's just very important for people to realize that it's not fun and it's not games. Going into the spiritual world is a very serious business. Um, it's, it's, it's super serious. And I am a very open, clairvoyant person, so um, I am very in tune with this and given my um, my history of my line of family it I understand why now and if the intent isn't clear the spirits will not give the vision you have to have the clear intent you have to be ready to be given the vision and the most important thing is to um, be clear in what your heart has and to I guess seeking for yourself and people of the world you have to be open and um, clear in your heart as to what you're seeking from the spirits 
Um, how to embark on a vision quest, it varies greatly from tribe to tribe. Um, it's a whole different walk, it depends. Um, if you're a Cree Indian, it involved a long period of preparation. And uh, for the Cree, they designed, in part, the, uh, they take a time and weed out all but the very, very committed. So those who are weak, they don't, they don't get to um, partake. And um, it describes, you know, the procedure in a great detail. You know, it's, it's, it's a very, very long procedure. And they take it very seriously. Um, so yeah, you have to be open. You have to know what you want. You have to be ready to ask your questions and um, know with a clear intent what you're wanting to get out of it. Um, it is a very uh, long few days by yourself. Um, the Cherokee Indians used to send out the males, and the males would go on these and embark by themselves. There were some times where they were led out into the woods, and they were set, and their eyes were covered, and they were not allowed to open their eyes to see the sun or the dark or anything, or, you know, they would never get to become a man. And it kind of expanded from that, um, you know, women and more people started uh, bringing vision quests into cultures and different religions and really um, hearing what they were doing was enlightening to a lot of people and I think that's why they decided to um, embark on it. Stay tuned after this break and I'll tell you more. Welcome back. So next, um, I was asked the question, what is a vision quest? So I answered half of that, um, explaining where it originated from. Um, a vision quest is a rite of passage. Um, in many uh, Native American cultures, the ceremony of the vision quest is the most universal and ancient method to find spiritual guidance and purpose for one's life. A vision quest offers clarity into the next phase of life. The vision quest is typically four days and nights of fasting and natural uh, nature open areas with personal isolation or an isolated altar. People who go on vision quests are called pledges. Um, that's when someone is going on a vision quest and um, we call it being planted on the hill or going on the mountain. Um, it is really just going out into nature and finding a place and being close to the spirits and um, relaxing by yourself and just really connecting with who you are 
in society today, we can lose ourselves so bad. It's easy for us to get caught up online, on um, our computers, on so many things, and we get so caught up and wrapped up in social media and social aspects and work and what people think of us that everybody is mainly just stressing everybody out and all of that anger and resentment and hurt and depression and anxiety it surfaces and it can ruin lives so a vision quest is a great way to become rooted with yourself again because you lose your higher self you forget that you are an amazing being and that you can control what's going on in your life. You can make your life whatever you want, but you've got to be in control of what happens around you. And you can. So why do we go on a vision quest? Why? We do this because humanity today needs more to connect to and more connection to nature, less social isolation, and more human contact. Um, and, and a direct connection to the earth and water and fire and air and the sun and moon, the phases of the day and night. It's a huge benefit for our body and our health. And during the quest, you know, these people who embark on it, uh, focus their hearts and their minds and their bodies and their spirits and ask for guidance that they are seeking and they find it. Your spirit guides are all around you. Um, you might not realize that you have spirit guides that are always around. If you see like an animal um, that is constantly in your yard or everywhere you go, you see a raven and the raven's here, the raven's there. That spirit guide is trying to tell you something. That spirit guide is saying, listen to me. I have something to tell you. And it follows you because you need that. Once you stop seeing that one and another one resurfaces, then that one is telling you something. So you've got to really listen to nature. Um, it's an ordeal. It's four days and nights, and it can challenge your faith and uh, your physical being, and it requires a tremendous focus and fortitude. If you don't think that you can do uh, three to four days, which is usually about the normal, then try like one or two days, you know, do one day, then increase it to two days we can go. If you can't, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. But not only are you going out into this, you also need to consider what you're taking with you. Um, you need tea and uh, something to um, put around you rocks of the nature of around your area or you can even get like the energetic rocks 
offline. You can have those to put all the way around you, the stones to keep you safe and protect you. Because while you're on a vision quest, you are opening up your body, your heart, your mind, your soul, and um, any bad influence or anybody that's got some negativity around them that is near you or there's negativity of that area. It could come within your circle and impact you and you don't want that. So always make sure that you make you a protection circle so that you're protected while you're on this vision quest as well. And a lot of people and I know a lot of companies that are doing these vision quest groups and stuff like that, they don't take the time to acknowledge these things and it's something that you need to do and um, make sure that you have fruits things that are good for you you want your body to be open and cleansed but also um, I need you guys to realize that you're going to be in nature and you are going to be within this circle for a while um, make sure that you have a way to get to the bathroom <laughs> and that you're going to have to use nature every now and then um, out there that's just the way it is it is when you're camping I'm just going to go ahead and tell you but you won't really use the bathroom that much because like I said you don't eat food you won't be eating um, actual food you're going to be fasting fasting is a part of uh, the ritual and it is something that you do need to do beforehand so that you're not getting out there and really making yourself dizzy or sick or feel bad um, but you're cleansing you're fasting you're connecting you're rooting you're getting rid of stress and by the time you get done you feel absolutely amazing so um how to go on a three-day vision quest by yourself um, is coming up next. So stay tuned. Right after this break, I will tell you what all you need to do to get ready for your vision quest. All right, guys, how to go on a three-day vision quest. The solo vision quest is the final step in receiving your um, your spiritual awakening. Traditionally, it takes place in a, in a natural setting, like I've said before, and um, it requires fasting and meditation. You can practice beforehand, um, work on your fasting. For three days do like a uh, juice do juicing um, and practice meditation at home you can do these from home and it'll be absolutely fine um, the central practices to bring about the experience of awakening uh, to the spirit and realizing your oneness with all a creation is beautiful it's like it's like Jesus himself come down and touched your very soul um, and it's just really awakening uh, I can't explain it you have to do it yourself to to be able to feel this a lot of people um, 
have rolled into this new year and um, they don't realize the impact that bringing what they had the previous year into their new year has on them and for me I left it all behind I done my vision quest and um, I left all of that behind and it's it's a beautiful thing so before beginning a vision quest uh, be sure you have been following the 18 hour sugar fast for at least three months you want to not have the sugar in your system um, because whew, it can mess with you big time and um, it, it, it can really, really cause you to drop your sugar really fast. So you want to slowly wean yourself off of sugar. However, I do suggest that you guys take something with you. Um, take like a, a, a small meal or something like that. Um, that can be fixed over a campfire if you need it. So that way that you're not out in the middle of nature and you really need food and you don't feel good. Um, that way you have it and make sure you take chocolate. Um, if you have like sugar issues, make sure that you take chocolate with you. Whatever you need to take with you, you need to take that with you. If you don't have any problems with sugar, make sure you do the fast off of uh, sugar for three months. Um, this will ensure that your body knows how to go into ketosis and the state of switching from glucose to fat as its energy source is very um, important. Otherwise, you will be hungry and you'll be miserable and in the wilderness for three days without driving and the healing benefits of the vision quest will not work because all it's going to be on your mind and consuming your mind is food 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 because we know how it is when we diet guys we know how it is we end up thinking about stuff and foods and ingredients and cakes and cookies and things like that that we've never thought about before that suddenly all of a sudden you have to have that so you don't want that um the next thing that I would suggest is to find your location. Go out, go hiking, walking, look around, uh, see if you find a place that calls out to you and be like, okay, this is where I'm going to do it. And make sure that it's okay that you be there. Um, make sure that um, your soul is reaching out. Think about being led by your spirit guide to the spot. Let your soul guide you to this area, somewhere that speaks to you. Um, and just make sure that it's nice and sufficiently secluded and relaxing. And you're not going to be disrupted by hikers or people or cars or anybody walking by, going through. You want to be alone. You don't want no distractions. You want to be just you and your spirit guides and that's it. You don't want nothing else. So for your equipment, you can do multiple things. Um, you can do a tent. You can do a teepee. Um, you can do no tent if it's the right weather for you. You don't have to. You can string up a, um, a little hammock in a tree. 
Just make sure that wherever you do, you put your circle of rocks all the way around your area because that's your space, that's your safe space, that's your cleanse space, that is your area. Afterwards, I like to smudge. I use my smudge and I smudge my circle area. Cleansing of all negative energy, anything that may have went down there, all of it will be gone out of that circle. That is your, your pure area to be. Um, you can bring a sleeping bag, a sleeping pad, and uh, like I said, a tent or whatever you need in order to do this or build a teepee, which is loads of fun to make your own teepee and um, have your fire inside of it. I like to do like the teepee and then the rocks on the outside and then the fire in the middle and it's just nice, comfortable, secluded, closed, away from everybody and relaxing. Um, make sure that you take a notebook, a journal and a pen. And um, you can also write down your dreams, your memories and feelings and whatever happens that arises within this. This is important and it also helps you to bring clarity to why you're there. Um, don't bring your computer or your electronic devices or reading material. I'm guilty for bringing my uh, cell phone, but you know, you kind of need it. Just take your cell phone for emergency cases and put it in a bag and just pretend it doesn't exist basically don't um, call do things with your phone make sure before you leave you tell your family member or a close friend where you're going tell them your relocation let them know where you're at if it's a public park a preserve tell a ranger let somebody know where you're going in case something does go wrong and you need help um, but always keep your phone with you. But don't use it. It's not there. You, you have to pretend it doesn't exist. Um, so when you're setting up your spot, like I said, um, draw the circle about a 20 foot diameter around your area. This is your spot and you'll stay inside of this circle for the next three days. Stepping out only to relieve yourself in the woods or behind a bush or whatever, like I said. Um, make sure that you pack a few plastic garbage bags or anything like that for uh, waste disposal and such. Um, you know, make sure you're prepared. You could probably get one of the little, the little camping seats that they have and the little bags that they uh, have for that so that you have it and you can put it outside of the circle into another location or in the woods somewhere. If you're by yourself and secluded, there's not gonna be no one around so you'll be okay. Or you can build you a little mini tent or get one of the tall tents to put it in out there. Um, and you'll be set. Make sure that you've got a lighter, a way to light a fire so that you have that light and you're able to brew your tea, a teapot. And um, I like to take um, my cocoa and other things like that to stimulate my senses and relax me. And um, fasting is 
the central part of the vision quest. It is putting the body into cotesis. <laughs> oh, we're going to make it through this, guys. Ketosis, and it detoxifies the cells. Um, and it really turns on the production of stem cells in your brain. So it opens up your mind and it helps you out. Um, you will get hungry and your stomach will start growling. Often the growling will be louder in your head than actually in your stomach. Um, your mind misses the glucose rich food and believes it will die if it skips a meal. So it'll turn on the growling into an opportunity to try to get you to eat. But what you need to do is to observe it. How wild the mind is. How your mind works. And um, it really, it's really strange how your mind works with your body to make you do this. Along with the hunger pains, you may experience mood swings and low energy and irritability during the first day or so of fasting. If you've fasted before, then you know what I'm talking about. And the discomfort comes from the fact that your body is detoxifying. So just keep in mind that you're cleansing your body and everything is leaving. During the first 24 hours of the fast, you will burn through um, so much stuff so much glucose that is stored in your body in your liver and then you'll begin burning protein from your muscles and including your heart after that your body will go into ketosis and switch over to burning fats you can tell when your body kind of switches to burning fats because your hunger pains will go away literally and um, fasting for three days is perfectly safe for most people in good health like I said, make sure that you take something with you. If you don't think you can handle it, that way you do have a little bit of food, you do have some sweets on hand in a bag with you. So another thing I would recommend is to check with your physician or health counselor and tell them that you're gonna go on a vision quest. It's a three day fast, um, especially if you're diabetic or you're taking medicine or dealing with an acute illness. Do not fast without first consulting a physician because you want to make sure that you are supervised or you're, you, you have somebody that has acknowledged you. Um, during your vision quest, listen to your body and follow its guidance. It will tell you what it needs and if it can handle it and if at any time you feel very sick or your blood sugar is dropping dangerously or you need a break. Um, just have that chocolate or nuts or dried fruit and that way that you have it. You don't have to take it into your circle. You can put it in your vehicle um, and have it in your vehicle um, for you to go and get if you need to. But you can turn this longing into a meditation. You can sit and um, just meditate on it. Meditate on your body. Meditate to your, to your spirit guides. Think about things that you want to change in your life. What's bothering you? Bring those to surface. Get rid of them. Make them go away. Um, water is imperative to stay hydrated. You need water. 
Um, you should drink at least four liters of water a day. And accordingly, when you pack your uh, provisions, if you're making your vision quest in a desert climate, you need more water, closer to six liters a day. The rule is to pee every hour. If you're not peeing that often, you're not drinking enough water. Keep that in mind. I'm gonna to go to this quick break and then I will come back to you and tell you the last bit of it in just a second. Okay, so the next section is about boredom. A lot of people were asking about that. You're gonna get bored and you just kind of need to think of it as your um, hunger pains. Boredom happens and you've got to kind of stay with it like you would if you were hungry. It'll pass, it'll go by. Just pay attention to everything around you like nature. You can look down at the ground. The entire ground is crawling with little bitty critters and just so much life that you miss that you're not paying attention to. You can go out and go hiking and walk around, but you miss a lot of things if you're not paying attention because you're focused on getting through the hike or the walk or getting to a specific spot and you're missing so much views and so many areas and you're not paying attention. So really try to look around and watch all the animals and the plants and things that are around you. It really helps and make sure that you don't take a watch with you because you're not going to want it. Um, you need to make sure that you just sit back and relax and your inner clock is set. You'll wake up when you wake up, you'll go to sleep and you go to sleep. The sun rises and the sun sets and the moon will come out. You know, it's really simple. You just let your body do the work for time and don't pay so much attention to it. Um, you can do meditation during the day, um, sit there, meditate, and then in the evening you can light a fire or a candle or you can um, do an exercise on burning old roles or identities or things that you have wrote down that you want to get rid of. You can burn those. and just kind of become more in tune with yourself and fix some tea and relax and enjoy yourself. If you do light a candle or a fire, be sure there's no brush or anything like that that could uh, catch on fire and um, make sure it's safe within the circle that you're in. Make sure you have a space designated to having a fire. Um, you could even do a prayer during your visiting quest, um, you can give thanks for the beauty that's around you and for every breath you take. Um, give thanks for the hunger pains that is driving you mad and for the boredom and just for being alive and practice praying with your heart. Thank your spirit guides. Connect with your higher self. There's so much stuff that you could do and you will be so surprised how fast three days go by and 
how eye-opening it can be. When you're ending your vision quest and you plan to end your three days before um, nightfall, make sure you end it before nightfall on the third day. Before you leave the site, make sure that you have everything picked up and clean and put everything back where it was. Make sure you leave no trace that you were there because, once again, you want to take care of the earth and the area. Make sure you take everything with you that you brought there. I really hope that you guys enjoyed this and I hope that you try it out. Um, it can be really helpful for a lot of people who need it and um, really enlightening for others. So give it a try. Just be mindful and make sure that you guys uh, do it right and make sure you get uh, checked and make sure that you're able to do it. And especially if you have health issues. So I hope that I catch you guys on my next uh, recording and we will see what we can get into on it. I'm sure it'll be something exciting. I'm thinking about talking about a tea ceremony for that one. And we'll go from there. Have a beautiful Tuesday.